Welcome to the Simpler Business Podcast, where we talk about ways to do what you love and serve your people in a way that brings you income and freedom. I'm your host, Marissa Roberts. Join me as I chat with my favorite entrepreneurs about how they simplify their biz so that you can simplify yours. We're chatting with Tanessa Shears today about how to get more done in half the time by eliminating brain fog with biohacking. Tanessa is a health consultant and host of the Becoming Limitless podcast. She helps entrepreneurs scale their business by optimizing their health, focus, and productivity with science and biohacking. Her passion is working closely with business owners to implement effective sleep, nutrition, movement, and out-of-the-box stress management strategies to eliminate brain fog and wake up feeling well-rested, energized, and focused. She does this by optimizing the performance capacity of your body and brain so you can produce more meaningful, impactful work output and scale your business faster. I'm so excited to have Tanessa on the show because I know many of us entrepreneurs know what it's like to experience and struggle with brain fog, especially when we're juggling our business with family life. We feel tired, stressed, forgetful, we have trouble focusing, it's harder to make decisions quickly and to just get things done in general, which is so frustrating when you've started your own business for more freedom, but then you don't have the energy to enjoy it. So welcome, Tanessa. I'm excited that you're here with us today. Hi, thank you for having me. I cannot wait to talk about brain fog. (laughs) I am so glad that you're here to talk about it. I have been listening to some of the podcasts that you've been on and you are just, oh, it's just everything is so clear the way you talk about it. I never thought about brain fog before. Like I knew that if I wasn't well rested or if something was out of balance in my life, I could feel it, but I never really gave it a name. I never really acknowledged it. And as soon as I started hearing you on a few podcasts talking about it and about biohacking, I was like, oh, that's the missing piece. That's the one thing I never focus on. I'm so focused on simplifying the running of a business and simplifying the management of your everyday life so that it's easier. But I never actually thought about me as a person and my actual body. And I think a lot of my listeners, same problem. We're so focused on the outside stuff. We never focus on the inside stuff. Yeah, no, totally. Our brains are like they're our operations center. And if they're not running, it doesn't matter. I always say like, I'm a huge fan of like calendaring and, you know, uh, having everything planned out and simplified and organized. But at the end of the day, if our brains aren't running properly, everything's just going to feel like an uphill battle. So I'm just like, you know what, let's start with the thing that's going to create all the productivity in the first place, which is our brain. Yeah, that's such a good point. All right. So I know a few of our listeners might not have heard the term biohacking before. So for those of us who are new to it, do you want to give us a rundown of what it means? Yeah. I know when I first heard the term biohacking, I was like, Ooh, that sounds a little intimidating. I don't know how I feel about that word. And honestly, if you go Google it right now, you're probably going to find like the extreme edge of biohacking, which is some, some, some crazy fun stuff. But the way I look at biohacking, biohacking specifically is like, how can I optimize two environments, one outside of me and one inside of me so that my brain works better. So think of like, how can I wake up feeling 
feeling well-rested? How can my brain have more energy? How can my thinking be clearer? And how can all that come together so that I have a life that, you know, my brain is working, I'm enjoying, I, I have a long life ahead of me full of health. So biohacking is essentially looking at how can I implement specific things to make my brain work better. And the way I like to do it specifically with biohacking and, and how it's different from like regular health habits is I am a fan of measuring how effective each strategy I put into place is because as entrepreneurs, we don't have time for a hundred new health habits to pile on. We've got busy lives. We've got family. We got stuff to do. So I'm looking at what habits can I get the most bang for my buck and how can I measure that? So if something is giving me more energy out than I put into it, I call that a win. And so I'm constantly looking at the return on investment just yeah. like all of us entrepreneurs, we're watching our, our posts, our, our podcasts, our ads and everything for ROI. Well, why aren't we doing that with our health? And so I'm applying ROI to health hacks, bringing them together. And that's how the brain works better. I love that so much. Are we getting a return on investment? Oh, that's such a good way to apply it because yeah, my brain is like ticks that off. No problem for business stuff, but yeah, never thought it for my actual well-being and health myself. So yeah, that's very clever. So biohacking is all about making the most of your body and your brain and how everything can work well together. And the impact it can have on your business is really, really big. So specifically though, how does it help with things like brain fog? You know, that sort of muddled up, slow, like we're walking through mud feeling. And how does it help with productivity? Yeah. So it was so fascinating because brain fog is not something you're going to go into your doctor and they're going to be like, yes, you have brain fog. We should do something about that. It's like that collection of symptoms. Like, you know, when you're just forgetting, like you go to write an email and you can't remember the email address you want to write to. And you're just like, why? I don't understand. So it's like that, you know, just waking up low energy, feeling really confused all the time, kind of just like everything's just feeling like it's dragging. And the worst is when you get that midday energy crash and you're just like, you want to crawl onto the couch and maybe watch some Netflix, just hide away for the rest of the day, but your work day's not done. Yes. Yeah. That's brain fog. And so we have to get to understanding like what is causing this brain fog. And when we look at it, it comes down to inflammation in our bodies. And we've heard of the term inflammation. So think of it like, you know, when you sprain your ankle and it gets red and it gets swollen and there's fluid accumulating there. Well, that happens in our brain and it happens in our digestive tract. It happens all over our body. So if we're looking at, well, what the heck is causing brain fog? It's usually inflammation from one of three areas. It's either we have poor sleep and poor sleep quality. It can be, you know, lack of proper nutrition, either under nutrition or specifically eating foods that create a lot of inflammation, or it can be chronic stress, which entrepreneurs, we are more that we take more than our fair share of stress, but it's not always too just like mental stress. Like I'm stressed out about an email that came in. Sometimes it's literally just that inability to turn off. So when we are, you know, not in our business and you're sitting on the couch watching a TV show, you also have your phone in your hand and you're scrolling mm -hmm. Instagram or, Oh, I'm just going to pop into my inbox really quick. Oh, I should reply to that client message. So they think I'm a better coach. And we don't turn off and our bodies stay stuck in this like adrenaline drive. And it creates this inflammation because cortisol, our stress hormone is high. And you put all these three things together. Most entrepreneurs are stressed out. We're not sleeping well. And we're eating out of convenience at our desk. It is the perfect storm for brain fog. 
Yeah, that's such an interesting point too, because I know as an entrepreneur, we have this tendency to go, right, I'm going to put my business first because that has to work. So I'm going to sacrifice my spare time and my downtime. I'm going to get up early at 4.30 a.m. and try and get everything done before the kids wake up. And we don't eat properly. We just grab whatever's the quickest, easiest thing to eat and just kind of, you know, snack on things in between projects. And we think we're saving all of this time by taking these shortcuts, but then you're right. Work doesn't flow smoothly. And I've never really I've never really thought of that before, but I can see now exactly how you say it, that watching Netflix with your phone in your hand. I am somebody who talks to people about put your phone away, make sure you've got downtime, scheduling downtime so that you make sure that you're going to do it. And yeah, I've still caught myself watching Netflix, holding my phone, just quickly typing up even just a draft answer to an email that I'm going to send tomorrow morning. My brain's still thinking about work. Yeah, well, and it's so easy. Like if we're not proactive about looking for you know, all of these things, they can really creep in really slowly. I mean, like I had a client, she started with me probably back in April. And when she came to me, she was like, I'm running two tech companies. I need to work all day. I'm sleeping. It was something like from two to six every single day, having one meal a day. And it was usually ramen and jello, you know, something really fast. And we always joke to this day, like, can you imagine how far you've come? But point being, to answer your earlier question about how can it really help us be more productive, eliminating this brain fog? Well, she was thinking, if I only sleep four hours a night, look how many more hours I have to drive my business forward. Excellent. Good. But what I started doing was taking her from four hours of sleep per night to five to six to seven. Mm-hmm. And over time, improving the quality of that sleep, because a lot of us don't understand what goes on while we sleep, which makes our brain so productive. But after specifically working on that, getting her food, just, you know, at least three meals a day, making sure her brain is under, not underfed. What she said to me a couple months later, she's like, you know what? I get more done in six hours now than I used to get done in two days. Like we know what it feels like to wake up and feel like you've been hit by a truck. You're all foggy. And then you sit down at your desk and try to be productive. It takes you twice as long to do everything. The work is you know, not as good for quality. You find you're not as creative. You're not as inspiring. You're not as magnetic. And that's what attracts people to us. So I want to be hitting my desk every morning, clear, energized, magnetic, and awake. And I can't do that if my brain is suffering from brain fog. Yeah, well, it's certainly working for you because I'm getting so much energy just <laughs> chatting with you today. And I can tell that you are you are just energetic and vibrant and happy. And like I, I can see that it's definitely benefited you as a person as well as a coach. So I'd love to know for our listeners, if they're like, okay, great, this sounds amazing. I want a piece of that. Where do they actually get started? What do you begin with? Is it sleep that you always work on first or what are the baby steps to jump in? Yeah. You know what? I do love to work on sleep first because we are already doing it. (laughs) It is free. Why not just do it better? (laughs) Like there are little things we can do. And I find that that is a place to start because, you know, throughout the years, I've owned my business since 2014. And I used to just do personal training, just the fitness side, and then just fitness and nutrition, and then fitness, nutrition, sleep. You know how you start as a business owner, incorporating things as you find what works. Mm -hmm. I found as soon as I started incorporating sleep, all of the other habits became way easier to keep, you know, keep up. Meaning like making better food choices, much easier if your brain is well rested and you're slept while slept, actually saying, yes, I'm going to do the workout I planned. 
always happens a lot more if your brain is well energized. So I like to always look at sleep to begin with. And so when we're looking at sleep, here is something fascinating that I had no idea about sleep that really just started getting me thinking. So I always thought, you know, I go to bed at 11, I wake up at seven, I get eight hours of sleep. So I used to not pay any attention to it. Right. I was like, no, it's fine. I get eight hours of sleep. Check. I've got that box. But when I was pregnant the first time I got a Fitbit because I wanted to be a really fit pregnant lady and do all of my steps all the time. I didn't even know it had a sleep tracker built in, but what I didn't know was that we on average are awake an hour to an hour 20 every single night. So this includes the time it takes our brain from the time we close our eyes to fall asleep, tossing, turning in the middle of the night, wake ups, getting up to pee. And then any time during that early morning hours when our brain starts to wake up. So in entrepreneurs, I do find that this is exaggerated because our brains never turn off and they're so busy. Yeah. So what I found out was I was like, oh my gosh, if I'm awake this much every night, I'm only sleeping six hours, 45 minutes, maybe my brain is underslept. And so I was like, this is interesting. And so I learned the difference in there and where I usually love to start working is we need to allow for enough sleep opportunity for us to get that seven to eight hours per night. So if you're only in bed for seven hours, I can guarantee you, your brain is likely sleep deprived and you're probably suffering from effects of that during your work. Oh, so eight hours is not a real eight hours. It's not as simple as that. And so the people who are going, look, I can get by on four hours sleep a night. No wonder it's hard to make decisions. No wonder it's hard to get started in the morning and you need six cups of coffee just to do something. That's such a good point. And you know, you're right. And I think that explains why so many of my listeners who are mums and starting their own business are struggling because they're getting woken up. You know, we leave the corporate world so that we have the freedom to look after our kids, but we don't get a solid night's sleep for years and years and years. Yeah. No wonder. Yeah, well, that was so part of the fun thing is I really got into sleep specifically when my daughter was less than four months old, because I was like, this is an exaggerated experience of what our brains are running. Like, this is no good. I can't run my business like this. So we actually applied many of the biohacking things, especially when you're looking at things you can do to your bedroom to help you sleep better. We did that with our daughter and she started sleeping through the night quite quickly and staying asleep. So we're, we're currently pregnant with baby number two right now, but we're so excited. We're like, here we go. This is experiment number two. Let's see (laughs) if it was, you know, the, the nature or the nurture part of it too. But we apply so many of these sleep strategies to our daughter as well, because they're, they work like us. They need wind down time before bed. They need, you know, remove from screens and bright light and all of those things, a a predictable routine, the things we know to give our kids, but we forget to give ourselves. Yeah. We like to like run full force into bedtime and then lay there. And we're like, why can't I sleep? Why can't I sleep? Well, our brains are still wide awake, adrenaline running. And we're probably thinking about what's on our to-do list tomorrow. (laughs) So is it about a little bit about the environment, a little bit about what you do before bed, a little bit about Um, well, how do you track your sleep? Do you do it with technology with clients? Yeah, I love getting my clients like uh, a Fitbit and Aura Ring or something like that. And I'm a, I'm a spreadsheet nerd. I export their data and analyze it and color code it and watch for trends. Like I'm a super nerd like that. And that's how (laughs) I can really see 
what specific hacks will make the biggest difference. But if I were to look at three things that I always focus on to help improve sleep, it would be number one, making sure we get enough sleep opportunity, right? Mm -hmm. So that we're saying we're sleeping long enough to account for the awake time. And then beyond that, looking at having consistent sleep time. So one of the things I notice, especially when I, cause I love looking at the data and noticing trends from, you know, entrepreneur to entrepreneur, it's the fluctuation in bedtimes all over the place, you know, like nine o'clock, 11 o'clock, 10 o'clock, one o'clock on the weekends. It's even later sometimes, but I want you to think about this. We have a built-in clock called your circadian rhythm, and it's responsible for your body temperature, heart rate, your hormones, your digestion, your sleep cycles. Like we run by a clock and most of us don't even know it. So our hormones are what help us sleep. We've heard of melatonin. It helps us fall asleep. And most of us don't know this, but cortisol, the stress hormone, we actually need it in the morning to wake ourselves up. Otherwise we feel groggy all morning. Now, when you develop a consistent sleep time, your hormones work great. So melatonin's like, great. We always go to sleep at 10. Let's ramp up for 10. And then we have a good sleep and same with cortisol in the morning. We always wake up at six. Excellent. Let's make sure our hormones are all in sync with that. But the way I like to explain it, if we are going to bed, let's say at 10 on the weekdays and one on the weekends, that's a three hour difference. So in North America, that's like flying from coast to coast. You fly over on Friday, return back on Sunday night. You actually experience an hour, every hour you shift your sleep by jet lag that lasts one day into the next week. So if you shift your time by three hours on the weekend, it takes you three days for your brain cognition to return to normal levels. So that is why Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday feel like such a drag. You get in your groove by Thursday, Friday, it happens all over again. Yeah. Our brains are literally experiencing jet lag. But beyond that, once we get that consistent rhythm going, and I mean, it's give or take, you know, 20 to 30 minutes. Ideally, most days we want to say the same. We then look at, do we have a proper wind down routine as the second part? And is our bedroom optimized as for a good sleep environment? Wow. That jet lag thing so resonated with me. That makes so much sense. And we all do what we can when we get off a flight to ease jet lag as much as possible, but we don't even think about the fact that it's basically happening every day of our lives. And we could be doing something about that too. That's yeah, amazing. It's literally like jumping off the plane and trying to catch up over and over again. And then wondering why our brains are so foggy. Wow. And it makes sense that if you're doing all of these things to optimize how you're feeling, then it is going to be more productive at work. You are going to be able to make decisions faster or create content faster, or even just have your wits about you on a phone call and not stress out so much about making the call in the first place, or not have that thing where you open up your laptop and you, you know, you know, when you sit down and you're like, right, I have to do some work. I know exactly what I'm doing. And then you open up your laptop. And in the time it takes my laptop to actually load, I've already forgotten what I had to do. <laughs> oh, or jumped onto Instagram and lost half an hour. Yes. Yes, yes. exactly. And yeah. suddenly it's dark and, outside. Yeah. Well, you know what the fascinating thing is? So in the latter half of the night, so like those early morning hours, we get the type of sleep that I like to call entrepreneurial gold. It is that sleep it's called rapid eye movement. We've also heard of it called dream sleep, right? Mm -hmm. But most of us don't know beyond dreaming what happens in our brains. Like there are so many benefits to getting adequate dream sleep. And this means we have to be sleeping long enough 
and without frequent wakeups to get it. But like, it makes us more creative. We think outside of the box, which is all what we do as entrepreneurs is how big of a problem can we solve, right? That is effectively how successful our business ends up being, right? Mm -hmm. But the other cool things that happen is your, your ability to manage your emotions is so much stronger. So you get someone who says something not nice on social media, you are much less likely to swing to overwhelm or anxiety Mm. than you are if you are underslept. And the last thing that REM does that I think is really cool, that dream sleep, is it allows you to read facial expressions and body gestures better, which I mean, for me as a coach, I want to, I want to like watching my clients' faces. I was like, oh, that landed. Oh, that didn't. I need to dive a bit deeper. How can I explain this? But I'm a better coach when I have better sleep. I listen better. I problem solve better. And I can watch my client and read those subtle gestures better, which I think as entrepreneurs, whether we have a team, whether we're doing um, consulting or coaching, our ability to interact with humans is a huge part of our success, right? Yes. Yes, absolutely. This is so cool. I can't believe I've never really thought about it like that. And I, it just seems so, I mean, I know there's a lot into it, but it, it seems so easy the way you talk about it. Like it's not actually another huge item to add to our to-do list. It's actually something where we can start with small tweaks and ease the pressure on our to-do list, which is going to free ourselves up more to enjoy the benefits that we're getting from biohacking. I love it. I'm so excited that you were here today. If Anybody is ready to jump in. Do you want to let us know where they can find out more from you? Oh my gosh, absolutely. So beyond Instagram, I'm just at Tanessa Shears on there. I share stuff daily on there. I have a, a lead magnet that I love to share because I think we all just need stuff that we can apply and start seeing quick results. Like that's my favorite kind of thing. So I put together a PDF called 12 ways to biohack your energy. And the whole purpose is, it's going to have you having more productive mornings and more energy and feel more well-rested. So what I did was I looked after a couple of years working with clients, I say, what are the 12 biohacks that work the best. And I've put them all together in this PDF. And so that's at tanessashears.com slash energy free download, all my best stuff. I, you know, try a couple of them. You'll love it. Oh, that's so good. I'm going to go and get it myself as well. Yes. <laughs> so so fun. <laughs> yeah. Oh, thank you so much. It has been so much fun chatting with you today. I got so much out of it personally. I can't wait to go and try some of your ideas. And I know everyone listening is going to love it too, because you're going to make such a positive impact on our lives without adding extra stress. So that is amazing. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. I hope you enjoyed this episode, everybody, and we will see you in the next one. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Simpler Business Podcast. If you did, please subscribe, rate, and review us on Apple Podcasts. There's a link in the show notes to make it nice and easy for you, just the way we like it. If you're ready to simplify and scale your business, you can get started with my free audio class at marissaroberts.com. See you next time.